This is Aikido Discuss, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido Fresno. What if we had a soundboard that, like, you know, had like the boing or something? Oh, like a. Uh, <laughs> so we can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, we clip, get like, sound clip. Yeah, a little, little yeah. clip. You know, like. I think we do need that. You're right. <laughs> just to kind of like. I don't like know. Spice it up a little bit. I don't know bit. if that's the wah, noise. Wah, 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 that's wah, the right, noise. Exactly. Uh, yeah. We could. Auga. Right. <laughs> yeah. Man, we def. I think we do need that. Yeah, soundboard. Yeah, I think that would really. Well, um, we've got some. We got some patron money. We could. Yeah. We could buy soundboards. That's what you cool. guys are interested in. I feel like. Uh, I feel like if I was a patron, we could also use that to bleep anytime we use. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That thing would get worn the fuck out. <laughs> It would just be, yeah. Be, I picture it, you know, like each one having a dedicated button and that button just all tore up, you yep. know, <laughs> no paint on it. Just, yep. uh, that <laughs> one's dumb. Anyway, let's get on that. Okay. Put the, Add that to the list of things we need to do. I uh, know. For it's this yeah. All right. So this week, our topic. This is a good one. Uh, so last week we had our discussion with mm-hmm. Rokas and... Um, one of the big take, uh, like a, a a point in the conversation that I found to be particularly interesting when he was when he was talking about his own experience and and people sort of um, like picking on him for these tiny little things that this minutia, yes. um, and then you know talking about how there's not a we don't really have a place for failure in Aikido um, and allowing ourselves to to fail or or not do something to its best um and i took it from another angle where it's like we have this obsession with perfecting everything this perfection and what that ends up what ends up happening is we then have an over we over focus on the minutiae of an individual thing and i feel like it's to it it's bad It, it doesn't help us necessarily uh in our training as much as we might think it does yeah so we've been so Chris has been putting out videos on the Dojo channel and um Jushintani Aikido on yeah, YouTube if, if you want to try it out and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> um and there have been, you know, each video there's a few comments that are like, "Oh, well actually, but if you did the Ikkyo um, better actually. this way." Um actually. Tip tips fedora. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing a guy wearing a, a trench coat that's like, uh, and then like sweeps it across his chest like Dracula with a cape. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, actually, well, actually. Um, if you did your ikkyo like this, then it would actually be better for this thing. And it's like, okay, well, while that is maybe a true statement, something that you have found to be, uh, you know, very influential for your ikkyo or, you know, more effective in this way, like, I feel like it often misses the point of the particular video or the particular idea that Chris is trying to address in the video. So like the last one that we put out was looking at uh, the different aspects of a, a basic Ikkyo pin versus a top mount in Brazilian, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And so people are going, oh, here's how you could make the Ikkyo more secure. And, you know, here's how you could, you know, you know, how Josh can keep Maya from escaping in this way. And it's like, 
that's not still though it's not looking at the main point you're making which is overall arching the 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 arm pin is not as secure as a body pin. And that's the point that you were trying to make in the video. And maybe we were talking and, and maybe it should have just been more explicit, but like people feels like it feels like people drive right past that very important point into, um, you could actually, if you put it to the 90 degree angle, then it'll be better. And it's like, well, yes, but better, but also not, but not foolproof because nothing right. can ever be foolproof because this thing is dynamic. It, I mean, will, it will be within a limit, and and that's what I I feel like another big thing is like. So we ha- we have these two contrasting things. So in one respect, we're always looking to like do the absolute perfect thing. We're looking to the perfect EQ, and but we never pressure test it. So we have no idea how effective that thing is going to be like and and even if we like pressure test it in the way traditional aikido schools pressure test things and i'm doing a bunch of quotes um it that that's not real so we don't ever we, we never really know how uh good our ikio is and there's a, a upper limit to that yeah right yes. like yeah. as perfect as you get it it will never be Full, it never works you know, foolproof. Yeah, right. I it's think it's always that's, going to be what it is. I think that's one of the big problems with uh, a lot of people training Aikido is that you don't understand that there is no ultimate always works. Like that just that just doesn't exist. You know, there's always always a possibility for something to go wrong with that. You know, it's like like when I'm like you know no perfect technique's ever been created because if that perfect technique was created, then that's the only technique everyone would ever do, and then no one would ever even worry about that thing right. anymore because we all know that techniques works 100 percent of the time. So it's like that's something you have to understand, you know, like there's a bunch of conflicting issues here going on with different stuff. And one of them is the the desire to chase. I think they call it chasing rabbits or chasing squirrels. But it's like chasing when, waterfalls. Yeah. Yes. Don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> um, but but, uh, you know, it's, it's when you like always you, you, you won't really work on one thing because you're always trying to chase this other weird right, thing, you know. Right. And, you know, and so it's like something's being presented like, you know, what Maya was talking about with the Ikkyo thing is like something's being presented and instead of looking at what's being presented. It's like, well, actually, if you did this and it's like, well, th- OK, that's cool. But that's not what this is about. Right, you right. know, I see this argument technique a lot in discussing various martial art things. I won't just say with an Aikido because I think it's ubiquitous, but like people totally missing the main point of the thing and and like you said chasing some little rabbit hole some specific detail and like not actually addressing the the main point right you know right because they they either just want to make a point well but um here's my two cents or they 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 disagree with the main point but they don't actually know how to argue it so instead they argue some smaller side piece that isn't really like you know, people go, oh, why are you wearing a, a dark gi? That looks stupid, you know? Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'd rather attack that than, like, the actual right. main point right. of the thing. Right. Well, I think sometimes it's – you want to be part of the conversation. Yes. Um, and or you're personally working on something. And so the thing to you is like, oh, so this happened to us the other day in training when we were doing something. And, you know, uh, Chris was sh- showing a much larger issue. Um, for me, in the way that I was training on it, I was training a much more specific thing for my own personal training. Um, and so I pointed that out to other people, like this thing that I was looking at. Not necessarily realizing, like, by doing that, I was 
I could have been taking someone away from focusing on the bigger picture <laughs> thing, you know. Um, and I did it because that's, in my mind, that was the thing that I was working on. So that was the thing that mattered. Um, but there were, right. you know, other things that were happening. And so, that's, right. you know, like, I mean, we're always doing that, you know, like all of us are always doing that. We're, we're seeing the whole world through the, the lens of whatever it is we're working on. So, you know, whatever it is we're up to, then everything kind of looks yeah. like that. I mean, I, I'm guilty of this every day, all day, because I walk around, I'm like, oh, there's that thing again, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, but you have to be able to weigh that against what is everyone else looking at and what is being presented, right. you know? And I think systematically or, you know, like, uh, so we all do that all the time, but I feel like the as a system, the way that we look and teach Aikido is all that. You know, right. it's all looking at the the minutia of the thing, and not hardly any. Yeah, not the, not the bigger. Picture. You're not saying how it's supposed to be, but what we end up doing is right. all focusing right. on minutia. Yeah. yeah, and then I think I think the other issue to that, you know, so there's the chasing down a million things that you want to chase down, and then there's the. Um, because you don't know that something's going to fail, you don't know that, you know, there's always an answer to whatever it is you do, then you're always chasing that perfect thing, you know? So, right. you know, like, basically Josh said it real simple and great, which is like, if you don't pressure some test something, you don't know when it's good enough. And good enough just means it, it works most of the time for you, you know? Yeah. And, and like, that good enough exists, you know? Like... Right, there is a, a good concept enough. of good enough. There is a good you know? enough. Yeah, right, like, right, Because right. I feel like a, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, but, uh, you're, you know, you're, that footwork, you like watching a video of some live training, oh, your footwork doesn't look very good, and you're blah, 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 and it's like, you're right, it doesn't, but it was good enough for me because it got me from point right. A to point B at right. that moment, and like, unless you do it, you don't really have that sense of like, sometimes you just got to move, and your footwork is what it is, yeah. and, you know, that is good enough for you. And to me it's like people tend to treat it like enlightenment like that there's this moment where you will suddenly have the perfect ikkyo the clouds will open up but the problem is that it's like unless that until that happens you will never know that that is the case and no one else can give it to you know it's just like enlightenment and so you'll spend 50 years and never get there right Whereas if you really focus on the the big picture thing, you will be able to have a skill and know at what level you are doing it and if that's good enough for you or not. Yeah. It's funny, you know, I had a teacher who was obsessed with enlightenment and really into it. And uh, and so it made me question a lot about enlightenment. And, and I remember coming to a realization for myself that enlightenment probably isn't a big lump thing. It's right, just right, a, a right. bunch of little realizations yes. that a make your life process. easier as right. you go. You know, it's like, not like one day you're going to wake up and be like, oh my God. Oh. Right. And the same thing with the ego. It's like, yeah, see, if we had a... <laughs> If we had a button right there, it would have been perfect. Uh, and and it's 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 like the you know it's not one day you're just gonna wake up and your ikkyo is perfect. You know, it's over years you a little bit, little bit, little right. bit. You know, right? Yeah. Right. But yeah, and if you if you think if you're chasing that perfect moment forever, you're missing what's actually happening, which is the enlightenment process. You know what I mean? Like right, right. The the whole process. Yeah. Or the ikkyo process, or whatever it is. There's this book I read. This has like not like very little to do with what we're talking That's about. That's fine. But hmm. I just want to share. We just ramble. I just want to share. This is okay. Um, there's this book that I read, uh, God, like eight years ago or something, and it was, it's about this 
um, this woman who is in Australia and she ends up somehow uh, doing a walkabout with a, a native tribe there that, that are I don't I, I don't know how that happened and looking back maybe it was problematic I don't know um, but but she was there like no, she's they, with the Aborigines yeah yeah and they, and the they invited her along and she's like okay and they're like you know take off all your clothes like you're gonna do what we do and like she she tells their whole story of like you doing a walkabout with them. And she was saying how um, they don't celebrate yearly birthdays. None of them actually know how old they are. And it was rather you decide at what point you want to celebrate, not your birthday, but like a, a phase, a changing of the phase. And I like that idea of like you have rather than having just a reliable like every year, it's my birthday. Celebrate me. Yay. Like it's about like you have to be self-aware enough to decide or to realize when you've changed or turned over a new leaf and become, you know, the next version of yourself mm-hmm. and and that is you know it, it's arbitrary in a different way but it also requires you to look at yourself and go wow i've really changed in however long i've been on my journey and and now i i get to recognize my own thing um that has nothing to do with nothing but i just thought that that's a really no, i think it's got that, like, a lot to do with a lot like i mean i think doing that requires you to go like yeah i am different now i am you know like instead of chasing like you know if you said um, you know, when I'm the perfect me, we'll have my ce- celebration. Right, 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 then right, right. you would die right. and you would, and never, you would never have, have had a celebration. Right. But, you know, if you're paying attention, you might have 40 of them or something, you well, know? We, like, always, like, we always talk about that thing of like, um, you, you now versus you two months ago. Right. What's the, you know, that's how you should mark your journey, right? Um, can you look back and go, Huh, two months ago, did I know these things? Could I do these things? Um, and, and you know, where should you be from that? Instead of just always going like, man, I suck. Uh, I, you know, because it's like, yeah. yeah, you always suck because there's always things to work on. Um, right. And it seems like Aikido is just in that mindset. Like, it feels like we're just yeah. in that mindset of just always like, well, this could be better. And in some ways it's true because... As you get to a high higher level, it will always feel that way, right? right? Like a lot of the stuff that we do, we talk about this a lot where um, we will do something and film it. And when we're done, it's like, oh, I don't want to look at that ever again, <laughs> right? Because it, it, so true. it's like, it's going to be ugly. And then you look back at it and it's like, oh, that doesn't look as bad as I thought I did. But it felt bad. Right. Um, because you realize there are things that aren't happening the way that you want them to be or, or whatever. So that is a thing that happens, but I feel like we just get bogged down in it. Yeah. Like it's we funny. just wallow in that yes. for some reason. You're and saying it's so this right weird. now, like there's such a negativity to it. Like, a, you know, like, so there's the, the goodness of like always grow, you yeah. know, always like be, you know, don't settle on something and always be striving for, you know, a better version of yourself and your practice, whatever. Um, but I think you're right. Like there's a little bit of like, um, like, a, like some Aikido practitioners like weaponize that on other people and like, you know because their ikkyo doesn't have the right you know oh you're not at the right 52 degree angle Mm -hmm. like it's like you know that could be better it's like they're weaponizing that oh you could be better shit on each other and it's like it just makes people feel shitty and also it's like that's your weird standard that you've decided that it's not quite right or that you know you 
it has your knee has to be exactly over here and it's like not, not everybody's worried about that you know i was uh, i used to i was issue with this guy who um he he would always tell these stories about this dude he used to train with who will remain un, unnamed and um <laughs> that dude would always that dude would always like criticize his technique and then he would say, you need to do this. And so then he would just do that. The guy I was talking to would just do that. And then he would always go, oh, see? See how much better it is? See how much better it is? And he said that he many times had caught him contradicting himself where he had told him something like four weeks ago. And so he would do it that way. And he'd go, nope, that's wrong. And then change it to the opposite, you know? Dude, yes. dude just wanted to be right. No. Yeah. And like, well, give, and give this goes back to that other thing. It's like depending on what you're looking at, at in, <clears throat> on a particular day – Different things will pop out, right. and they they can contradict. Because right. I've I've had that sometimes where it's like, ah, I know I just told you to do this thing this way, but <laughs> I hey. said he would remain unnamed. But actually, <laughs> damn it, no, it's, it's not it's not me. It's, but I definitely <laughs> but I definitely been. He's like, wait, no, protect my identity. <laughs> but I definitely I definitely had that experience though, no, yeah, and me it's too. like not. It's not, uh, it's just because it's like at a particular time, that's where my mind, and I think, I think as teachers, that is a way that we're, that we teach, which is like very, um, I mean, Chris talked about doing a triage, which is like figure out the main things that people need. Um, But a lot of times I think people just, you find the thing that you understand the best and you go there with other people. Yeah. Um, and this is what ends up happening. It's, yeah. you know, yes. sometimes, you know, I love that. Like, Oh, I did tell, I did tell you to do that thing, but like, that's not what I meant. Right. Or that's actually not what we're working on right or now. Or you realize they're not there yet. Also, right. this yes. happens right. a lot where oh, it's like, yeah, um, I, I want you to fix this thing. And then it's like, Oh no, we're, we're like three steps from being able to fix right. that. So right. let's step, you know. <laughs> Which is, again, another problem in all of this uh, and gets back to the fact that, like, we tend to focus on, like, fixing minutia, yeah. you know, yeah. instead of just looking big picture. What's the and where? I mean, does that come from? Do you think that comes from a lack of understanding of the big the big concepts? So it's like it's easy to see. It's easy to look at an Ikkyo and go, it needs to have these parts and then tear them down. It's harder to look at the bigger thing of like, how does this, how does this all play out in a dynamic situation? You know, how does this play out when uh, two people aren't being compliant? How does this, and so, and so we just kind of, eh, not worry about that stuff. We just do it, right, in our Giovaza Rondo. And then in the training, which makes up the bulk of what we do, we just pick, pick, pick it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's complicated. There's so much going on. When you guys were talking, this kind of reminded me, and I think this is on, on track. Um, when I was uh, um, Uchideshi, I remember um, when Sensei would leave, um, the other senior instructors would get to teach a day, you know? 
And so the cats were away. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They'll get to see today. And and every fucking one of them. So they would all be good, right? Like they would all be guys that I respected. And like, oh, he's got this. He's got that. They would all teach some shit that they weren't good at. <laughs> right, every right, fucking right, one right, of them would teach some shit that they weren't good at. And so you'd have all these shitty like lackluster classes. And it's like, dude, why don't you teach me? Ikkyo, because right. you're really good yeah. at it. But he's fucking bored with Ikkyo. Right, you right, know, he's right, good at right, it. Right, right. And so he doesn't want to teach that. And so it, it takes, like, you know, like, like what's going on, I think, is like this, like, um, once you've been through it enough, you you still get excited about things. I mean, I'm always teaching what I'm excited about, but I also can teach every part of the system. So I never go into teaching stuff anymore, at least I hope I don't, that I don't go, okay, here are the check boxes we have to do to get to this thing I right, want right. to get at. Yeah. And a lot of people so, want to skip ahead. Right. Because they're just excited about it. Yes. And I get that. And so like, I think you have to be a teacher for a long time until you kind of get Bored, or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like okay, well I've been through all my shit, and so like I do want to work on this, but let's get you guys so we can do it good, you know? Right. Yeah, that's how you get. Yeah, that's how you get clusterfuck classes. You know, when it's like the teacher clearly wants to like work on their shit, and then it's like you got a new student, and you got a student that's been there for three months, and you got like one experienced person and someone in the middle, and then you got the two new students working together, and they're trying to do freaking, you know, some obscure Shionage version, and and they're like, yeah, don't know how to do anything. Work, and, folks. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like that's, that's probably an experience that you have to have as a teacher in order to go, oh, shit, I can't. I can't actually just work on whatever I want because yeah. then and, you have a, a clusterfuck. And so I think a lot of that teaching of minutia, people don't understand that it's like, well, this guy doesn't even understand what Ikkyo is as a concept. And you're talking about where his foot and his wrist should go, right. you know? And it's like... Yeah, because at the level the level you have to be at to understand the difference and, and why that minutia might help you, um, that's a way down far thing. Right, right. You know, that is, if, if you wanted to say, that would be the, the stuff that, like, you have a full class of black belts. Um, let's let's all let them play around with Niki, you know? Right, let's do the weird stuff. But but not first class, first, you know. <laughs> right, yes. right, let's, that's exactly let's right. Let's show yeah. you ten, ten different things you're doing wrong with this Ikkyo. Um, it's like, let's just get them going on. Here's my eye. Right. Right. Um. You know, and, and this, I think, all kind of breaks down to another thing that I, I – a problem I really have with the minutia. And, and I didn't really realize this until, you know, a very, very long time into training Aikido's. The minutia is is minutia – like it's, it's little tiny details about something that might not be what you actually want to do, right? So – and this sounds weird, but like, you know, the, the teacher wants you to make this degree an angle because it looks pretty – and you don't give a fuck about looking right, pretty. Right, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, so, yeah. so, you know, like, you know, for me, my Aikido for a really long time was pretty much about practicality. Like, I, I wanted to have practical Aikido that quote unquote worked. And so it wasn't until I figured out for myself how Aikido worked that I was like, yeah, I know lots of minutia about stuff that really was just someone else's aesthetic ideas. Right. And so until we can like, pressure test it and see what minutia actually helps something there's no reason to talk about it you know yeah yeah or also that the like a minutia might work for one like that tweak you know to your eq for example that tweak that you made to to, to fix it in this way 
doesn't actually fix it in this other direction. Right. That's you know? and that's life. Yeah. Right. 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 And that's the thing is that's exactly what you're saying in the beginning, which is there's no technique that works for everything. So it will tweak to stop, you know, the person from rolling out of the Ikkyo pin, but it won't stop um, them from, you know, getting their feet under them and pulling their arm out, whatever it is. And and generally one thing you shore up makes an opening somewhere else. Yes. And, And so the actual, what skill actually is, and everyone says they're after skill, but they're not, is learning how to quickly decide when to shore up one and when to right. to open another you know and right. like understand that you're always creating these openings and blocking things and and being able to understand you know i would say the the more important skill um is not how well you do the ikkyo but understanding when the ikkyo arises uh when it is beginning to arise when it will be the result of a failed something else right yes. um if you can get that, then it, your chances of hitting it are going to be much better, regardless of how good it, like you are at doing it. Right. You yep. know. Yeah. The, the the understanding how and where and and the timing of it is more important than the physical. And and that thing, oh, I and I totally agree. When you're talking about a skill, um, that thing is the important stuff. You know, like. When it's coming up, when it's likely to come up, when it's actually timing-wise going to come up, when it's at its peak, and when it's going to fail. If you know those four things, which are just the timing of the event, um, then you're way ahead. But in Aikido, because we don't do a lot of live training, most people have no idea when those things are. And so, like, you're talking about minutia, but you don't understand what the foundation of those minutia are. Right. Yeah. I would say, and this is, you know, the part about when it's going to fail. Um, I appreciated last week when we were talking to Rokas that um, he was saying, it seems like people don't present uh, on equal footing. Here are the pros of this technique that we're teaching, and here are the cons that we're teaching. And the cons, like, people don't want to show that because they're afraid that that, that means that that technique's no good. Right. Or, or that it's an right. insult to Aikido to, sh- to say, well, Ikkyo's uh, not so great in these ways. Um, because we're afraid that means, oh no, then, then someone will say Aikido is uh, bad. Like, no, showing the cons is helping you to understand the full picture of what Ikkyo is. Right. And the irony of that all to me is really funny because it's like all of those techniques are, are based on failure. You know, like if you're doing a technique, you have already failed a whole bunch right. in, in the whole, you know. And so to me, it's really ironic that like, um, we we pay so much attention to this thing which is already a, a big failure and we don't want right. to we don't want it right. to fail it's but it's a like eh, we failed a bunch of times you know yeah could we have fixed that before it failed right. it's funny it seems like and i've been thinking about this just in the greater scheme of the world but like there are certain things that are acceptable failures to us and there are certain things that are unacceptable failures to us you know um and I don't want to get like real political or anything, but like there's certain p- parts of the picture people want to look at and parts that they don't want to look at. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. For example, like people, you know, are worried about safety, and so you know they buy gun or something, um, and that's something they're like, yeah, I'm gonna get safe. I'm gonna, you know, right, right. I'm gonna get a gun. Um, but they forget about the safety of, you know, eating healthy. Right. For example. Exactly. I mean, it's a good. Or yeah. you know, drinking water. Yeah. Don't have or, heart attacks, fucker. That's <laughs> right. way way better than that gun you bought. Right. I mean, it pro- <laughs> will protect your life much more right. than buying right. a gun will. Yeah. Oatmeal is a better choice, really, than. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I saw something that said, uh, I think it was like a meme or whatever, that was like, uh, people who say they like oatmeal always talk about how many things you have to add to it to make it good. So I think yeah. oatmeal's not actually that yeah. great. It's it's funny. I mean, that thing, and I mean, this is just a, it's the same thing. But like uh, you look in the tactical community, you know, and you see this guy who's got like, he's, he's talking about his rifle and, and, you know, the bolt he has in his rifle and why that's good and, you know, all his choices that he's made about his rifle. And then you look at him and he's like, you know, 350, right. five foot two and, and like, you know, sweating profusely while talking. And right. it's like, bro, you're not going to make it to using that <laughs> rifle. Like that's, this is not going to play out for you, man. He like sit from his couch or whatever and shoot people from the, <laughs> that's why he loves it so much. <laughs> well, he's been meaning to get to the range, Josh, but he just hasn't. Hasn't had the, the rifle he's got is right, right. fantastic. Uh. It's so it's like it's it's so easy to, to pick and choose, you know, yeah. and and to some extent we all do that. We all pick and choose because we only have so much time on this earth to do what we want to do. But that being said, like especially when it within the world of martial arts, like if you are endeavoring to become the kind of person that that cares about, you know, self defense or the world of martial arts, and not just a particular thing, because you know. That's a valid choice too, just to say I just want to do IQ. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're endeavoring to understand the world of martial arts, then you really have to look at all of it, which does include you know being nice to people, which is not a really hot and sexy kind of thing. Right. But being nice right. to people is a a great way to not get well beat up by somebody. And you know, look, so like Chris was saying, that minutia in a lot of time, uh, in a lot of cases, plays out uh, aesthetically to make something look a certain way. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it facilitates the best sort of look of this thing, which is totally awesome. But then don't bring that into the conversation about whether or not it's effective. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, Um, right, right, right. Just stick with it where it is, which is like, yeah, if you want this thing to look the way that blah, blah, blah did it in the demonstration, you need to do these whatever things. Cool. Don't bring that conversation. Don't don't then go like. And also, if you want to be effective, you right. need to do these right. things because right. you don't right. know you you don't know if right. that's the most effective right. way. And it definitely may not be the most effective way for the particular person doing it. Right. But but sensei you said. Know. But sensei said it's effective also. Right. Your, your interpretation of what sensei said sometimes i hear what sensei said and i'm like he didn't fucking say that i i know what he said and he, whatever you're saying is not it man. that's yeah that's a whole other thing yeah the only really way to know like to to, to figure it out for yourself and to not just go oh well my sensei said or someone my friend told me or something is to just you gotta do, do it just do it yes you that is correct do it like you gotta do it and ikkyo is a funny one because um I remember when we first started doing like, uh, you know, more uh, like live sparring kind of stuff. Um, Ikkyo, ha- it just, it's everywhere. It's all the time. Yeah. It's like the most. It is ubiquitous as can be. Right. It There is a reason it is the first lesson and it's because it pops up all the time, all the time, all the time. Um, and I remember when that first started happening, uh, it being like a revelation in a way of like, oh, well, duh. Uh, yeah, n- this is why. It is the first lesson because right. it's the thing that ha- it's number one. It's the thing that happens the most, right, right. whether you want it to or not. And if you let yourself understand where that's going to where it appears and how it appears and how it fails, like Chris was saying, um, that's way more effective than 
you turning the elbow over on the pin or whatever, right. you know, whatever right. the thing is. So. I mean, the thing like, you know, Conran was is a good example because I mean, what Josh talking about is Conran was adaptive techniques. And, and so it's so funny because I remember realizing a few Conran early on and then going like, man, I'm hot shit because I understand that Ikkyo turns into Kota Geish. Right. Yeah. Mind blown. <laughs> awesome dude. Right. And then reading Saito Sensei's uh, traditional Aikido and going like, oh, well, he's got uh, like, 70 of these written right. down right here you know like this is uh this is uh, this book i think is from 60 something so like you know i it's not yeah i got one yeah i got figured out how many yeah and so it's it's like 40 years ago it's like this stuff has been around forever like these concepts been around forever but people aren't like that's not what seems cool so you don't they don't want to talk about them you know and also i think again it's it's easy you know it's easy. The minutia stuff is easy to work on. It's easy to see. You can easily see the the progression. You can easily see right or wrong, A or B. You know. So if they're doing it wrong, it's clear. Um, and so that makes an easy way to teach. It makes an easy way to learn. So people can go like, ah, yeah, I'm doing. Right. You know. Right. But what ends There's up happening? There's a clear standard to. What ends up happening is like. The minutia becomes greater and greater and greater and greater and greater and greater and greater, and it never goes away. Is you know, like there's no end point to it. It feels like, but you know, it's always like, well, Ikkyo's pretty good. Like, do you ever? Everyone always keep talks about it. Like, there there should be someone who does Ikkyo perfectly, and you go, well, that guy just do what he does. Yeah. Yeah. That that mindset of like it's it's never gonna be perfect. You know, it's like which is true. Well, right. I mean, that's the thing. But it becomes the enemy adjust, of good. Right, right. We have to adjust what perfect means. <laughs> right. Rather than. Right, right. It's know. good enough. Uh, right. Yeah. And, and don't let perfect be the enemy of good, right. you know? Yes. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's different, like, because I think people are like, well, but then, you know, your practice is really about, like, you know, the, the do is really about always working. And it's like, yeah, working on yourself. That's cool. Like, but working on you, you know what I mean? Like, to me at least. And this is, okay, this is my interpretation of that. Yeah. But, like, the thing that's always growing and working and will never be complete is me. Yeah. You know? But my particular, my ikkyo or my knife disarm or whatever it is, like, I can get to a point with that where I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm pretty solid on that thing. Now I'm going to shift over here. Like, right. we should feel comfortable in doing that, you know? And all the while, I am working on me forever. That's right. You know? But the particular item can change. And, and, I, and it and, probably and maybe should. This, maybe if it's I care like, about self-defense. And maybe that's it. It's like we're we're substituting the two things you know so it's like we should always be working on us but we think that like working on the minutia right. is the thing that's working on us you know right 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 right, huh. right. and and may yeah. and and that might not be the case but you know so by focusing on this little thing and making tweaking it until we get it perfect that's the it's gonna thing make me like, perfect right. i'm gonna be perfect when it's done yeah you're never going to be perfect. Yeah, it's like mistaking, like we've talked about before, m- taking the metaphor literally rather than going, oh, it's a metaphor right. so that we can just kind of, in general, uh, get better at life. Right. You know, not that, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's... Hey, do you guys know what the hell this episode was about? I don't I know. <laughs> I don't know. We were just talking, but it's, yeah. yeah, I think it's We're talking good. about minutia and it's about growth. The, growth. Uh, growth and minutia. minutia. Yeah. The perfection of Aikido. I mean, yeah, like, like it, it, right. maybe minutia is the enemy of growth. Uh, yeah. Minutia is the enemy of growth. Or I like Perfect that. is the enemy of good, kind of. Kind yeah, of. yeah, I like the minutia. And I mean, I think those are two very... That's what we're calling you guys. Right. So. Yeah. Perfect. Good. I mean, and there I think is. that that's a great... Those, if, if 
that is what people got out of this conversation. Awesome. Because to me, those two things are, uh, they, they're they a little bit annoying sometimes. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a lot. And, it, you know, a lot of times, like, when I'm talking to people, it, it, they're real excited and they want to get stuff. And, and the questions they're asking me, I sometimes want to go like, those are all the wrong questions to ask. Like, that's, you're just getting in your own way asking questions like that. But, you know, it's a process. And so right. everyone's got to go through it. But, but it's like people always want to know this little detail. It's like... You should ask a bigger question. Well, and it that. comes from that. So the, the Another similar kind of thing is that, like, yeah, but what if? Like, right. I feel like right. these are, right. they're right. intertwined. It's it, that, the the focus on minutia kind of comes from that same place of, like, well, but what if? And I think an important thing that I've learned is, you know, the what if game can be played forever. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, like what? Well, what if I have robot arms? Then, <laughs> then how would you EQ those? You know what I mean? Like you, you wouldn't. You would never EQ my robot arms. <laughs> I'm gonna get a robot arms instead. Or if, then, uh, like uh, octopus tentacles, definitely couldn't get an yeah. EQ on an octopus. Right. Doc Ock, good luck. <laughs> good luck. You know, so it's like if you play the what if game to some extent, like you can play it forever. Yeah. That being said. Sometimes it is good to say, well, what about this situation? Or what about, what addresses this? But you have to be reasonable about it. And real, I don't know, like. Well, and then if you want to find out, do it. Right. Do the and situation. so this, exactly. this all comes out. back to, I think, the fact that there is zero pressure testing of, yeah. of, of anything in a in a realistic way. Because a lot of the, the answers, they just go away. That's right. They go away, you know, so. Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I think, has a similar thing where, like, people want to get those techniques really, really down. And you can find lots of videos of people talking about minutia, right, in terms of techniques and how they, like... Um, but it all comes down to can you do it? Right, right. Yes. What's funny, you know, is in Brazilian jiu-jitsu is, like, if you didn't have a teacher who would do the techniques to you you would doubt that any of them work. Right. You know, like, I mean, you know, people show you a sweep and you're like, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, that's cool. And then you go to do it and you're like, it doesn't work, you know? And then you do that for the next however long. And you're like, D- that never works. And if you couldn't see a guy doing it real time, then you would have no idea that it works because it's fucking hard. Right. right. It's hard to get the skill to apply the thing. There's a whole process to finally making something work. Exactly right. And so so people want to go like, well, does that work or does that not work? And you've got this whole giant group of people in Aikido right now who's like, that technique doesn't work. Let's discard it. And it's like, did you ever try it, dude? Right. Like, right. you know, and, and did you try it more than once? Because it takes a lot to figure out. Did you out. try it in different situations? Right. Did you try right. it with different right. kinds of people? I don't know. To me, the the forgetting the like who the opponent or opponents are is like another like like people want to ask. Well, well, but here's how you can make this ikkyo better if you go at this angle or whatever. And it's like, yes. So like you know, in this particular video, someone was saying, oh well, Josh could do this, and he would you know better don't pin tell Maya. Me what to do? Right. Well, don't tell. <laughs> yeah. But also, it's like yeah. But also, Josh and I are the same size, and so like you know that would definitely probably hold me better. But what about if I gained 150 pounds, you know, or whatever, like, so it's like, there's always like, you can takes out of the context of the thing that was happening. Yeah. You know, like, so So it's like, it's, it's just like, you know, it's a, it's a, this leads to this leads to this leads to that, you know, A leads to B leads to C leads to D. And so people go like, oh, you should do D. And it's like, well, that leaves B open. Oh, well then go do B and, and D like, well, that leaves A open. We'll do all three. Well, you can only do two at a time. You know what I mean? And so yeah. that's like, that's the kind of thing that in, when you're explaining that to someone who's never been through that process, is impossible to right. get, you know? 
No, I think your uh, comparison with uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is really good, you know, because, you know, you can see someone do the technique and you can do the technique with someone in a, in a pra- like, practice, right, right. you know. Uh, with a form, yeah. yeah. Um, and the minute you try to do it, you will not be able to do no. it. Um, and it's only, like, through repetition, repetition that you figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, you know, learning to do That's scissor fun. sweep in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and, like, uh, you know, realizing that it was useful because watching several people They've done, sweep they me with did, it, yeah. you know? And then, like, me trying it. And I, I, you know, I mean, I was just trying it all the time and just never, never worked, you know? And then getting it a little bit and going, like, oh, that's the secret to getting that part. And then doing it a little more, you know? It's like, it's this, like, bunch of timings that you have to learn. And then the technique, the minutiae, goes with the timings. And so you learn those two together as you develop the technique. But you can only do that by actually doing it yourself. Like, your teacher could tell you all day exactly how it works to every detail, and you still couldn't do it. Right. And you and have you to do could it with get, a live partner. Right. right. And and if you were doing it like the form, you could get all of the, the pieces together as as clear and as, as all – you could get all that minutiae when you're training it right. as a form, but the minute you put it into, yeah, practice, it's... Because there's, yeah. you know, 40 other variables yeah. now, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Where are we at our time Oh, here? we're 40 minutes, 47 right. seconds. We can be done with this guy. Yeah. All right. Um... So uh, there may have there may be some people who listened to last week's podcast at a certain point and the sound wasn't very yeah, good it sucked. and you may have stopped listening and then we're just like I'm done with this go back to it because we have yeah. fixed yeah. since fixed the sound so uh, if you want to hear that episode and you were disgusted by us <laughs> um, we we had technical difficulties yeah sorry I, I honestly it's funny a lot of times when I put stuff up on um, SoundCloud the sound quality is different than the sound quality when I heard it. And it's weird because I don't know until I listen to it on SoundCloud. And that was a good example where there weren't really a lot of problems in the beginning and then all the problems kind of um, came in. Yeah. And so then when someone said it, I had to listen to it again and I was like, oh, uh, fuck, correct. it sounds like shit. Yeah. Um, but, but it's been fixed. It's listenable now. It's still not great. Wow. Apologies to that. We don't have a lot of interviews, so we don't have our interviewing uh, we'll have to set up down. We'll path. have to figure that out. Yeah, that was because it was a really good conversation. It was a great conversation, um, yeah. and I feel like there was a lot in there for people. Uh, so I, I think you know, it would be good to listen to it again. Yeah, definitely. And and thanks again to Rokas for yeah, for that was awesome. For, yeah, for doing that really with cool. us. It was fun. Yeah, and it's it's <laughs> it's always refreshing to have another voice on the podcast and kind of get to do banter with someone yeah. who doesn't always isn't always around <laughs> <laughs> lives in another country right maybe he doesn't under, it felt like he understood a, like our sort of whatever i pretty perfectly well. picked yeah. it up yeah, yeah. just yeah our, <laughs> whatever our banter our, our, you know yeah, our, our this thing, thing that we do right whatever this thing is some people maybe wouldn't get it <laughs> Um, so thank you so much to our listeners um, and our patrons. We super appreciate your support. Um, if you haven't done so already, please uh, rate and uh, subscribe and all that stuff to our podcast on whatever listening service you listen to. Ratings really help, um, especially when we get really random hateful ones. Um, <laughs> We probably, love your random hateful. Probably ones. wasn't so random. Send, send us, send us some random hateful. Ones. <laughs> it's, it's so. I random. mean, you know, it's, a, it's you know, keeps keeps you humble. Um, 
Yeah, no, but uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, so thank you so much to our patrons. They are Nick Bullman. That's a new one. Thank well, you, yeah. Nick. Uh, Brad, Brad V, Spider-Man in San Jose, The Hatchet Man, Brooke Ferragamo, Ben Bear Wrestler Aldrich, Tommy Siv, Francis Cordon, Scott Burns, Dave Dewberry, Sengen Center, Barrett Lippy, Sam Sullian, Michael Heed, O'Con Ayrton, Jim Sullivan, Marcin Chiss, Randy Stewart, Thomas Foligno, Flor Hanowick, Hillary Jones, Constantinus Andrew, Franz Martinson, Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Acido, Matt Mumford, Jim Gallant, Matt Riley, Grant Templin, and Lenny Acuna. That's Man. a long list. I love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And some of those people been there forever, from the beginning, forever, yeah. which is really awesome. Yeah. Very, um, very cool, and appreciated. Yes, so. and yeah, and um, I don't know. Shout out to all of our listen listeners around the world. I know sometimes we tend to uh, focus on people in the U.S., but uh, we have listeners. in Australia's Australia. our second most listened country. Right. That's awesome. I think it's U.S., uh, Australia, and then Great Britain. I think is that's that's rad. Well, yeah. well, uh, thank you to everyone all over the world. Um, I feel so like global saying that. So global. <laughs> so global. Wow. I um, just I get excited every time I think that in Australia right now it's winter. Yeah. I think that's so <laughs> awesome. That's it's very, really great. It really excites me. As people that live in a very hot city. Yeah. Send like, us a message telling us how awesome the weather is there. Uh so we can live vicariously. I love that. <laughs> let's go to Australia. That's Okay. That's on my that's on my list. We're coming. Um <laughs> here we come. Um Tip of the week. Um, uh, just keep your awareness out for if you're getting too much into the minutia of whatever you're doing. I mean, details are different than minutia, I think. And so, you know, details are important. But if you find yourself over obsessing on some little piece of something, take a step back and is this important? Is it something that's actually relevant to my goal, whatever your goal is? If it is to, you know, get us to a certain aesthetic, then maybe that is what you need to do. If it's about self-defense or just about becoming a better person, you know, is that accomplishing the goal that you want? Um, so keep an eye out for that, that you know, minutia and don't let that be the enemy of good. Yeah. And life train. Do life training. Yeah, that's, life that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Pressure test some stuff. See yeah. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> exciting all right folks next week then next yeah. week see next you next week, week. You'll, you'll hear us you'll hear us next week you won't see me 